Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 71 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. Episode 71. What does 71 uh, conjure up images of there, Jeremy? Uh, big old Charles Mann. Oh, Crushing Charles people. Mann. A- outstanding. More recent uh, Washington football team would uh, would probably say Trent Williams. But the original 71 yeah. for, for guys like us yes. was, was definitely Charles Mann. Well, Trent's also the man, no question mm-hmm. about it. But, uh, oh, for sure. But uh, yeah, 71 belongs to Charles Mann. Yes. Um, and, uh, and not Evgeny Malkin. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wish you had something to wipe your ass with a 71 jersey. <laughs> ah, so, welcome to Wings, Beers, and Tears out there. Uh, middle of March is where we sit. And a year ago at this time, that's, what, that's the game that everybody's playing these days, right? But it's natural because it was so fucking weird last this time last year. Yeah. We were sitting here going, what are you going to watch next on Netflix and, you know, uh, Amazon Prime and all that shit? And, and now here we are a year later. And while we're not back to 100%, I mean, shit, you've got NHL in full swing. Yes. You've got Major League Baseball wrapping up spring training. It's going to start in a couple weeks. And you're going to actually going to have fans in the stands. Um, you've got... The uh, you've got March Madness that we're going to spend a lot of time on tonight. I mean, fucking a, dude. Last year there was no March Madness, no bracket challenges, nothing. And I, on a on a sad note, I got to say I've been watching over some uh, Maryland games from last year, and yeah, man, Sticks they, and Cowan with basically the rest of this what, crew. What they could have now. been, man? What could Ugh. have been? They 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 had they had the makings of a team that could make a run last I mean, year. It was, I mean, obviously not a lock, but they were a serious Final Four contender. I mean, uh, without serious. question. Um, and, and you've got NFL in full, full, free, agency full free agency mode. We'll, we'll get to that as well as it affects the Washington football team and, and Baltimore Ravens, uh, as a matter of fact. I'm going to link those two together. Um, and uh, when, when, our, when the third member of our team joins us here, Jerry, we're going to save our Washington football talk for him because um, I think he's moonlighting as uh, somebody's agent out there. I, I hope he's not speeding or texting and driving too much to the point <laughs> that he gets in trouble and is here soon. So. Uh, he knows somebody that can get him, uh, get him off the hook for that. That's true. <laughs> Good story, I guess. Uh, so give us a follow on uh, Google Play, on Apple iTunes, wherever you find your favorite podcast. And here we go. Let's talk some puck. All right, let's do it. Yeah, man. So caps are on fire. They are. But, uh, man, it's so weird right now just with I, – I made the, the comment early in the season that I think it was going to be basically all hands on deck in, the, in each division until you got to, like, eight, ten games left, and then you see who the pretenders are. Each division has a doormat or two now that are just taking a beating. And I feel bad for Buffalo because I actually love that franchise. I think it's proud. I think it's awesome. But, man, they can't catch a fucking break, and they're just not very good. No. And what I loved about the Caps last night was I think Buffalo's previous game, they took the Flyers to overtime or two games yeah, ago, something right, like yeah. that, you know, and, and while they don't have a win they're, they're you know, they're pros, right? They're, they're still a tough out because it's hockey and the puck bounce is funny and you get a power play here or there and the goalie makes some good saves and it's a fucking close game. Last night was not that caps. No. Absolutely. First game this season that I really thought they absolutely stomped out the opponent. Um, and granted a wounded one, but it doesn't matter. Well, and, no, and, no and, Eichel hurts them so much. Oh, just um, a killer, man. Um, but I got to say, what I liked about last night was there was a stat in the, like two minutes into the third period. I want to say shots were 28-13, and yeah, we, only had, we only had two minutes of power play time. Yeah. And only, I think, two shots on it. So bottom line is 5v5. 
we just took a big fat dump on mm-hmm. Buffalo. It was great. Well, and, you know, as you know, you would always say that's what they should have done, and, and they did. So exactly um, right. You know. Yep. But no, Eichel. You know, they even mentioned on the broadcast last night. You know, not that he's a world beater, but you know, it's all Mark being out. I mean, yep. Hutton's a, uh, he's fine, but. He didn't have a great night, and I think now nah, he know, wanted a couple of those back. But I felt yeah. I felt bad for him. Like the, I think the one that I was like, "God damn," was the Ponick goal. Yeah. Because how do you let Orloff oh, yeah. just carry it into the zone and then nice little sauce across? Oh, the, it, a great beautiful. pass. But that one timer yeah. from Ponick was yeah. fucking good. And you know, and then even on top of that, you got you know Sprung hitting the, <laughs> hitting an elbow. You got Dude. Ovi hitting a post, I and mean, that could have been it. Could have been six nothing long before uh, it was six. Completely agree. So. Um, and a good, good on Vanacek, too, for getting his first uh, NHL shutout. He had Solid. to work there a little bit oh, in the yeah. third. You know, first yeah. two periods, it well, was a snooze fest for period, him. There was a, a stretch in the, I think it was in the second, where he had the one save on the big tall guy. Yes. Um, that he didn't even see until the last second. Was and that Thompson? A, yeah, Tate yeah. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's right. And then um, he had another one with, I think, you know, in that two or three minute stretch, we were like, wow. Yeah. You know, I think it was only two or three nothing at that point. I think you're like, right. Well, that you know. could change the game. So. By the way, how about how about the shit show of the officiating when they fucking tried to give Chara four for the high stick? The worst part about that is watching the replay, the referee wasn't even he was closer than we are right now to the play. Jay. And he somehow couldn't see it. It was right in or, fucking front of him. Here's the deal when I first saw it and I saw um who did he hit? It wasn't Ocposo. Um, it'll come. It, yeah. it, who gives a shit? Well, I thought the penalty you know. was on that kid. <laughs> well, hook, hook or trip or something. Well, that it's funny. He had his hand up for a delayed call, and the Caps had the puck, and he didn't blow oh, the yeah, whistle for like ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> finally blew the whistle. And then, and then they give him the four, and the look on Chara's face told me, okay, that wasn't a high stick. Obviously, when I saw it in real time, I I knew it wasn't a high right. stick, but I was like. What what hit him in the like, face? Cause, something happened because he he jerked back like he got hit, yeah. and I was like, well, that's weird. Like, okay, was it collateral damage from an elbow or whatever or his else? Stick or, or something. It was his boot? Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, definitely. Um, it was like a toe of his skate. Just yeah, nailed him. but uh, but but to call that a high stick in real time, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That just I, I immediately thought of you, and you just sitting on your couch watching on DVR going. Jesus fucking Christ, what are you even doing out there? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think it was a brain fart or something because, you know, a lot of times when a coach you know argues, you got to go look at that or whatever, they, they might debate a little bit first and say, well, I can't really review that. or what. I think he almost knew. <laughs> I think he did, too. He was too. just like, I don't know what to, I, I just, I saw something. I don't know what I saw. You know what's funny is the uh, the, the guy who offered them the, the headset mm-hmm. and he was in the penalty box right, with Chara. Yeah. The guy op- who opened the door for Chara had this like he had his mask on, so you couldn't see all of his facial expressions. But he had this look like um, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but that was not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then the refs come over. The way he hands him the headset, it's, it's like, like uh, can I just let this guy out? Now? <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically everybody that was there was like yeah. that wasn't a high stick. But um, oh well, you know. So the next, you know, so a tough back to back because they got to play oh, very tough. The Islanders tonight. The Islanders are just playing. They are playing trots hockey to a T right now. It is boring. Mm-hmm. It is heavy. It's in your face. You don't have many chances. And they fucking just find a way to win 3-1, 2-1, 3-0. You know, I, just awful, awful product. Yeah. But it, it, they won us a cup, so. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And the thing uh, is, though, you know, I was looking over schedules and stuff like that. And, um, you know, before last night, Islanders had played three more against Buffalo and New Jersey than the Caps. 
Okay. So they're almost done with those two ah. teams. See, I did um, not get that yeah. far into their schedule. I just knew that they'd been on a not not a heater, but they've been on this trajectory where they just it seems like they pick up points in every fucking game well, for like the last twenty games. I want to say six out of the last eight or six out of the last ten of against against Buffalo and, and New Jersey. Okay. All right. So that so, that, that does tip the yeah. scales. And a they bit. did not lose any of those games. Okay. So. Well good on them. I mean that's what you're supposed to do. That's what the do. caps are doing right now. Exactly too. right. They're only two behind them now in that in that Exactly run. right. Um, no, I think tonight's a big game and, and Honest to God, we have a bunch of games coming up against Jersey and Buffalo and even the Rangers. I actually don't give a shit if those are three-point games. I just need, oh, no, we don't, we we, care, we don't care about them yeah, at this point. Right. Um, and, hey, what up, Jerry? Hey, Hello, guys. sir. How are you, sir? I'm, Good to I'm see you. amazing. I'm amazing. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We're talking about the Islanders? Well, yeah, so we're talking about, like, the stretch that the Caps are in right now. And, and, and I had made the point earlier weeks back if you remember that the whole division was going to be jumbled up until like 10 games left well now you're starting to see the doormats in each division yeah. actually be the doormats boy buffalo was bad huh they're they're bad luck and and not good and it's a bad combination but at this stage those three-point games that i thought would be killers really aren't anymore if you've got a lineup of teams that you just don't give a shit you know where they are jersey isn't going to make the playoffs right. the islanders are going to make the playoffs. So you want to have, if you're going to have a three-point game, have it be against the Islanders, you know, if you're the, the team getting one. Yep. But if you're playing Jersey, if you're playing Buffalo, let's say the Caps go out and have a stinker later in the week against the Rangers or the Devils, just find a way to get a fucking point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it, you know. Uh, the, the amount of points that they can get from those bottom two to three teams right now is going to be very, very vital. Well, and that's the thing. You know, their bad games or their bad stretches – that's what's been happening a lot. They're getting still getting points in the yeah. three out of four games, right? But they're but they're only winning one of the four mm-hmm. games. Yep, that's what they did. You know, earlier in the season when they went six, well, I guess they won them all or, or didn't got a point in all of them six zero and three, and then even in their bad stretch they had you know whatever two or three weeks ago they got points in some of those games. Yep, um, I mean the last shit effort was the one against Boston when they got they got right. rolled yep. five to one and they were ready to they were ready to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they had won that game. They had won the game before. Correct. And I think they said, okay, we got our two points, and now we'll just take the night off. Yep. And, and you know, that was the Wilson that game. Was, well, that Wilson was the last game. loss. So, um, yeah. and, uh, uh, but, you know, look, man, the depth of this squad, the way LaViolette likes to deploy his system and his guys right now is working. Well, it's you know? pace. It's, it, it, it's, I mean, pace, it's pace. And, and I think he's happy to have some consistency from the standpoint of, of a fairly healthy roster. It obviously throws a big curveball when you lose Wilson for seven games. But you know not, what? Not they're, so far. Yeah. Seriously, they're plugging and chugging just fine. Well, I, and they got the, plenty of toughness on the team, and that's what I love about it. It all, just, it all centers on Nick Jensen. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's boy. boy. Jerry's boy. No one go back and listen to the last three or four episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, I mean – that goal he scored was pretty pretty fucking cool. Well, which well, which one? Yeah, he's got two. Yeah. The, the one where he the one the one where he took it solo. And yeah, he then, went up the right went, side. Yeah, just and then nice went up little the wrister. Boards. Yeah, I was like, Jesus went into the boards after that. But no, uh, he he they looks are, he looks healthy to me because yeah. he's physical and he's not falling down all, all all the time. He actually he made a play last night um, in the first period when the game was still in flux and um, somebody from. Uh, Buffalo was crashing the net pretty hard, and they came in and snowed Vanacek a little bit. I mean, Jensen grabbed him from behind and yep. threw him like a rag doll. And he's a fairly big guy. I don't think Jensen would have done that last year. I just don't think he was healthy. The concerning really things that, I, that you see from the Caps are, in the, even in the wins, you know, letting three or four goals in in the third period. The yes. third period is is not good. At I, the I, I, you're right. And this time last week, I think we were playing the Devils, 
and we were rolling them, and then next thing you know, you're in fucking overtime. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And so you know? it's, something's going I mean, it, it's got to be just mental. Well, you know? the, the thing is, and I'm not going to give them a pass because I think it's bullshit, but it's league-wide. It happens yeah. every fucking night, man. It's like, Jesus Christ, another three-goal well, league going. I think it was you know? Eller that was on the junkies who ba- they were asking about it, you know, because it was a trend at that point. And uh, he said, you know, Team start, or maybe it was Carlson. Yeah, you know, one other. Anyway. Yeah, it was Eller. He talked about letting his foot off the gas. Yeah, and, the and, yeah. and the other team starts just when they have nothing to lose. And if, you know, and they start rushing everybody. Yep. And it leads to odd man rushes on the other way, but it also leads to more chances for them. And Absolutely. They're, and, they're getting it. and you got young teams like, and again, unfortunately, Buffalo right now is so bruised and battered. Their really. confidence is gone and. And they're not healthy, so it's a bad combo. But both the Rangers and the Devils have young legs that can get up and go. And like you said, if you give them a little bit of life there in the third, they don't have anything to lose. They're like, fuck it, let's go. Hughes, uh, you know, Sergeyev, Wood, they get their chances. They're going to bury some of them. Oh, yeah. And that's what happened. That's exactly right. But I'm with you, Jerry. But you got to play better. I I completely agree. I don't like the the lack of, uh, you know, putting your, you know, foot on the gas when when, when you have that lead, which was so nice last night. Um, again, a shitty Buffalo team, but it's not like we won three two. We, we won six nothing, and it wasn't even fucking close. So tonight is good though. Because, Tonight's a huge game because it. I, I'm with Jeremy. I think the Islanders' win streak's a little bit of an illusory because they've been beating a bunch of shit teams. Right? right? Not that Caps have been destroying. Uh, you know, yeah, great but they teams. had Philly in there. They had yeah, they, they had Philly. Games, yeah, that back to back regulation wins against Philly. Three, was big. Yeah, that that's pretty impressive. They, yeah, that was away. good. But and so you got that. Uh, but the Islanders are going to be playing tough because they they've already lost twice to the Caps, right? So, mm-hmm. so they need to. Yep, they're going to be treating this like what Laviolette said. The Caps treated the Philadelphia series. I think you're right. Yeah, you know, that's good. It's going to be like uh, this is a playoff situation for us. And I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be very uh, uh, confrontational from the from the first puck drop. I Especially think especially with see no a lot. Will, no Wilson there, yep. they're probably taking advantage of some. Cats. You're going to see a lot of big hits. You're going to see a lot of uh, extracurricular bullshit. But again, the Islanders, the way they play, it's not the Jersey Devils of the '90s trap style. But they just don't. They don't get the F three deep ever. So they always have somebody sitting around the blue line when you're trying to break out, and they just give you nothing. They're yeah. willing to be you know? boring. Yeah, they are. They're they're willing to they're willing to play a game even against a lesser opponent, and go into the third period tied one one, and they're perfectly content with that. Right, and they're and, comf- t- and they're comfortable. Exactly right. And they have Barzell, so. and they have a, a generational talent <laughs> type yeah. guy like that, um, who's that got guy. the wheels. That guy's that Damn guy's that a, guy. absurd. Yeah. Um, Again, he's handcuffed in that system a little bit, but I think he's starting to realize when he has the opportunity to go, he's taking yeah. advantage of it. Well, hopefully he starts to rein in on trots and starts criticizing and being <laughs> cancer in the locker room and all that. We need, we need some of those guys. Yeah, yeah seriously. Is, we witnessed it firsthand, and it played different types of players, but Ovi flourished. Under, know, under trots. trots. Oh, I know. And I know. so, I mean, if you just listen to a few things he says, basically he lets you do the other things you want to do. And you can flourish. And I think this this kid, especially on a team that plays like that, that's what sets sets them apart. Because like back in the nineties, the Caps didn't. Yeah, they had a Bondra, but they didn't have a playmaker like nope. that. If nope. they did, they could have won some cups back then with how defensive and how physical they were. Yep. So, yep. No, I agree. I think it's and major be, agrees. But major, I, major is upset. He's in prison. <laughs> but what I like about how the East Division is is. Um, you know, coming into shape right now is you got four spots and you got five legit teams, yeah. and that's going to be a fun. I, race wish, to- I wish we had 
four spots on four legit teams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes and no, because I think whoever comes out of that division is going to be so battle-tested and ready. Like you were saying on the last pod, Jerry, you're like, I don't give a shit if Toronto's got a million points and they, you know, they come out of, of their division and then they draw the East. I like the East guy. Yeah. Because well, whoever that is, whether it's whether it's the Caps or Boston or the Islanders, because they're going to be fucking nasty and big and strong, yeah. you know? Unless so, whatever team comes out of the East is too banged up, I think they smoke whoever comes out of the, out of the North. Yeah, I, just I think, think that's so, what, too. I, I, it's, a, it's a given, but honestly. I, it's, it's like Gonzaga. Right, they haven't had a they haven't had a, a tough game in a exactly. two months. Yeah. Right, so what are they going to do when they're down by three in exactly the second half? Right, yep. you know? exactly right. Um, so before we move on from the Caps, um, I got to tell you, I really knock on wood right now, but I really like this two headed monster we have with Samsonov and Vanacek. Man, well, they both look so confident in the net right now. And I, I'm assuming that well, I shouldn't say assuming, hoping they get along well because if they do, they're doing nothing but help each other. Absolutely, and you know, and I'm so happy with how Sammy looks because. He did not look that great at the start of the season. He did not. And he didn't look that great in his first game back. Nope. Except it was strange. He looked great except for the two bad goals. <laughs> right. Um, and since then, he's looked great. I think the only goal that really he gave up that I didn't like, he was almost too good. He was so athletic, he knocked his own stick out of the way, mm-hmm. and the puck went five hole. Yep. And it's like, you know, you just you deal with that. He's going to learn to not have that happen. It's going to happen probably once every 10 games in his career. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So we got the Islanders tonight, and then two with the Rangers, two with the Devils, and two with the Rangers. Yep. Those are some games where you should – you should win the vast majority of them. Continue to make hay, man. Continue to pile up the points if you can, right? Because um, you're going to need them. Um, you know who's sneaky, uh, annoying right now? It's fucking Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh, oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be there, man. I know. I know. Fuck. So, uh, seven, next seven games, uh, like I just mentioned, uh, four with the Islanders, or four with the Rangers, two with Jersey, one with the Islanders. Out of 14 points, what do you need? What do you I, predict? Anyway? I, I think what we're going like to see. I, I, I think we're going to get eleven, and I, I know that sounds high. I was just going to say ten. That's you know, I was going to say ten as well. You know, um, so and I think that if you do that, that you're continuing to be in the top two spots, right. which is where you want to stay. You yeah. don't want to drop down into that four or five hole. No, you don't. Then wanna, it gets then yeah. it gets dicey. You know, because so. at some point Philly's going to play better. Boston's on a on a little, little losing two, streak. Two and both two and Philly and Boston are struggling a little bit. Honest to God, they're just not getting very good goaltending. That's the big difference right now between the Caps and the Isles and those two teams. I think 5v5, play between the blue lines, all that kind of shit, they're very, very even. I think the Caps and, and the Isles are getting the best goaltending right now. Philly, well, yeah. Philly's goaltender no looked bad. Well, it's the defense more than the goalie. Yeah, the goalie's not been great either. You know? nah. Well, especially when it comes to Hart. Hart's, Hart's solid. Um, and just the defense has not been good. No. Elliot's a good vet, but he's the kind more like that'll – one out of four games, he'll play great. The, mm-hmm. Then the other three, you're like, you better do well in front of him, and they didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, well, it, you know, it's gonna, it, it's continuing to be a fun run, and um, so I know that the the Nats have been given a waiver to have five thousand fans starting opening day. Mm-hmm. DC United's got two thousand. Has the indoor venue been given an opportunity? No, no yeah. but that Monumental has applied. But I, yes, I've I saw that. that yeah, yes. Basically, they're thinking maybe maybe they're not even worried about it until playoffs. Uh-huh. But, right. You know, thinking you'll get your 10 or 12% then or something gotcha. like that. Gotcha. Because even just throwing 2,500 into cap one well, would be awesome. Who said it? Was it Stone on Chicklets? Said he couldn't believe it. So they only had 2,500, you know, in Vegas. He said, is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. You're so used to nobody these days. I was going to say, because you've gone to the other extreme yeah. of literally zero, that anything you put in there sounds yeah. better, feels better. There's the din. Uh, there's the, yeah. the excitement. You couldn't believe it. You know? Yeah. So. 
No, it's good to hear, and it, it's exciting to think about, man. You know, again, yeah. we're we're not we're not to the finish line yet, but we're close enough that it's 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 there and it's exciting. Uh, that's good shit. You know. Well, before, All right. Before we move off hockey, since yeah. we haven't talked since then, uh-huh. I just I'd like to do a quick Wilson deal here. It's fucking a joke. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, to I me, mean, it's very simple. It's, I didn't know how big of a joke it was. Not to cut you. I didn't know no, how big ahead. of a joke it was until everybody else says it was a joke. <laughs> you know, like e- people who are neutral, but like I can't. I can't believe they suspended him for something like that uh, when nobody else in the league would have gotten suspended for that. Well, it's it's the it's the number, it's the absolute unjustified reasoning behind the number. They they couldn't give a justification for why it was so many games. They just they just don't like him. They don't. They don't and, like him. And, and the fact that I think they used the word it was the totality of the player and the circumstances, which is what you say <laughs> when you have no fucking reason. Yeah. Exactly right. You know, what, what that says is we can cherry pick as many reasons as we want, and that's what we did, and fuck you. you know? Totality of the circumstances, including who it was, <laughs> which really means who it was. Bingo. Bingo. You know, so I just think, I think it was, yet again, an ill-advised decision by him. Yep. I, it's a dirty hit. Yeah. I, I, will, I, will, I will not back away from that stance. A dirty hit happens in the NHL every fucking yeah. night. You don't see guys getting seven games every night. Come on, man. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. Fucking douchebag Marshan get up on his on his pedestal, and then he goes and cross-checks some dude and the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. And he doesn't get fucking shit. Nothing. He, pro- he probably, the, 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 you know, the, the league was probably a good job, man. <laughs> yeah. I, it's the the inconsistency of the officiating. I I know I don't need Jeremy's backing on this, but it has been really really bad. But that's not the officials. That's the administration. A hundred percent. That's the lead. Yeah, you're you're right. But I think it starts there and trickles down because of the lack of consistency. It really does. Uh, it's gross. And the, the thing is, and I, I will give the slightest benefit of the doubt here, which is kind of shocking to myself, even to the league. But once they decided to suspend him. I kind of get the seven games. The the problem is the reasons they used that they wanted to suspend him were bullshit. Yeah. So, and the thing is, I don't know if they can do it with the way they've set their precedents, but I think they've kind of said their precedents are bullshit with this statement, so maybe they could have done it. My thing was, hey, we think it should have been a five in a game, in game. We're going to suspend him for a game. I, I was fully like, expecting two, two to three done. games yeah. you know because he was Tommy. You know what's yeah. even more bullshit, though, is that, and they got it, they got it when, they, when they do the next collective bargaining, the reason they didn't appeal it is because it wasn't worth it. Because by the time they would have been heard, yes. Yes. the seven games would have run. Yes. So what the NHL needs to do is while you appeal, you play. Yeah. Yeah. That why you may, that that makes it worthwhile. I agree with you. Because he's back, what, like Saturday or something yeah. already? Yeah. yeah. And, so. and and apparently would have had to go on to the commissioner who had then delegated it down to an arbitrator. Yep. And they would have done it. And by the time they would have made their decision, the suspension would have been over. Exactly. Right. And yeah. then they would have yeah. said, "Well, let's move." Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also just the, the last thing is my, my dad was he was he was, my dad was so mad about this. Wow. He, dad I, gets he, mad about he, nothing. He, he was like, he said, the only reason I didn't absolutely lose my mind is you said he might get up to five because of who he is. So I didn't. But he was like, it should have been nothing, maybe a game. He's like, you had the referees. <laughs> anything? It should be a penalty. He was so pissed. Well, I mean, but, you know. Oshie said he gets hit like that all the time. Yeah. Every game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Eller Eller took it that one from yeah. Komarov. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all I think we all said, yeah, no, the penalty was good, no suspension necessary. Right. Same way with uh, with Wilson. Yep. But I think last thing I'm going to say about why they didn't appeal because that's the main reason it, it wasn't worth it time wise. I just think it was like their bullshit was such bullshit. There's nothing you can argue. Yeah. What are you supposed to appeal? Yeah. Right. It's like like you said, how are you going to the statement they made can't be appealed. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I mean the the league, you know, Department of Player Safety or whatever they they play judge, jury, and executioner, yeah. and they they. 
revel in that role. You weren't speeding, but you were going too fast. I just like, I don't like the, right. the the due process of it when you. I mean, obviously they targeted this guy, this player. No other player would have gotten it, as you can prove by the hits that are similar that don't get anything. Mm-hmm. And then when you suspend him, you suspend him away in a way where he can't challenge it. It's not worth. It's it. It's so punitive. I mean, it's yeah. it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. The bright uh, side, you know, what? he gets a rest. You know, Sprung gets an opportunity. Team hey, man, that, that, play that, that's him. what I'm saying, man. I mean, this this team is deep. It's not deep with superstars, but it's, and it, it, they skate well. They, it seemed to spur them mentally. Yes, I agree. They, us versus them. They catalyzed a, a little weapon. bit. Yep. I'm telling you, us versus them is a powerful I weapon. I completely and agree And when you, you have your players calling the league a joke, mm-hmm. you really don't give a fuck <laughs> because that's a no-no. You know, yeah. Roger Goodell would suspend somebody for that. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I I I do think you're right. They've they've rallied a little bit, and you know, hey, watch out when he comes back. Arrested Tommy Wilson for the home stretch. Well, and you know, and you just hope also. I think part of it is in a game like that that night where he took made that hit. You know, he probably felt like he needed to do something like that. Right. Maybe he comes back, calm down a little bit. He he realizes the team can survive without him mm-hmm. doing that. Sure. And he just does a similar, but. But you don't want Lay him off to, of that. You hit. don't want him to change a style. Not he, at all. He can't actually. Yeah. He, yeah. That, he can't that, do it. He, yeah. He's he's a big dumb animal. He can't, he yeah. he only knows one way to play. Yeah. Right. You know. But it's been what two years since he's done something like that. Two and a half. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, just hopefully it's which wonder makes you that long you, again. Uh, makes you even with, with the totality of the situation, yeah, Jerry. Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, they steal that one from your book. Thank you for <laughs> indulging me on that topic. Absolutely, man. All right, so while we're in the positive mode, let's uh, jump over to uh, March Madness. Yes. Which, uh, Terps. How about it, man? Terps, Terps WVU, Hoyas, Georgetown. Yeah. I mean, Nears. Uh, crazy shit. Well, that may have saved Patrick Ewing's job. I think it may have. Um, but as, as we get onto the Terps here, could not have been a worse finish to the regular season, <laughs> dropping the game at Northwestern and then Penn State again, where I just wanted to hurl myself off of building and be like, "Why the fuck can't we beat Penn we State?" We called it though. Jesus Christ! I mean, I thought they were going to. I thought I thought they were going. I got to tell you, I, I thought soon, they were going to be Penn State when they when they mm-hmm. lost that to Penn State, and then I saw that they were going to draw Michigan State. I was like, "This is the worst possible scenario" because Michigan State was on a heater, and Michigan State started off. Good in that game. Oh, and then Maryland just took over. So and I was like, Jeremy nailed it. Freaking God. Jeremy nailed it. That Michigan State, for whatever reason, Penn State is a terrible matchup for Maryland. I have no idea why. There's some kryptonite to them. Maryland is a terrible matchup for for Michigan State. And I don't know why. But Izzo would tell you, he's like, shit, that was the last team we wanted to draw. (laughs) You know, Um, I'm glad Michigan State did get in, albeit into one of those uh, play in games, because I think they can beat UCLA. That's probably where Maryland would have been. If I they- think so, too. I think if Maryland loses, they're <laughs> yeah. probably in that spot. But I got to tell you, people are, you know, and Jeremy made the point that they're like number 36 in the in the net rankings. Well, and 36 was their, what the uh, committee listed as their, uh, whatever, 36th player team in the tournament, which equals a nine. See, the net's higher than that, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. That's like high 20s. I it think does, you're right. Seeding means nothing. It's all about matchups. Well, it's all yeah, about matchups. And, and, and honestly, being a 10 is better than being an eight or a nine. Well, yep. <laughs> matching up with UConn is good because they can't score either. Yeah. I, again, yeah. I think they're a very similar team to Maryland. They can't score yeah. either. Which means they can beat us. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, anybody but, can beat Maryland, that, right? Uh, absolutely. But, here, but here's, the, here's the thing. Maryland plays good defense. We do. And defense travels. I agree with that. Right? So I think you're going to see an old school like slobber knocker, like 56, 54. Well, there's no doubt. I I think you're going to see a game in the 50s. Yeah, I think so too. Um, And a bunch of fouls Mm -hmm. and no flow. 
Um, but I think Maryland is comfortable that means playing. You've got to count on the referee. Uh-oh. Well, you know what? Maryland has made their living this year off of grinding out wins like that. I'm telling so, you what, Maryland, yeah. you you know, the teams, the type of teams you didn't want to see are the high flying, high scoring, well shooting uh, teams yeah. because you can't keep up with them. Right. right. You didn't want to see like a Davidson team from back <laughs> in the day that has like six different three point shooters that just, you know, they're going to put up 35 threes. Yep. You know, this, this, I think. You don't want to see winnable. a team that is. Not maybe not as talented, but as stylistically is like Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan will blow Maryland out, no matter if they even if they're playing bad or not. I, I understand Jawan Howard and uh, Turgeon got into it, but Michigan's going to beat Mar- a team like Maryland eight or nine because they're going to be able to hit a run that Maryland just can't. Well, here's keep the deal: up. Maryland played about as good as they could have played against Michigan in the Big yeah, Ten tournament, and Michigan did. still beat them by double digits. Right, and, because and, that's what I'm saying. And, and your point's well taken. Yeah, they'll they'll yeah. just be able to hit a spurt that exactly. Maryland can't keep up yep. with. Well, their higher end talent's different. Than Maryland's right. higher end talent, but I like Maryland. Uh, I like Maryland against UConn, which means they'll lose. But I like Maryland <laughs> against UConn, and I and I think they're a bad matchup for Alabama too. I think so too. That's you know, not to look ahead, obviously, but well, you the, can, that's what the fans can always. But, but, look that, but that's the fun thing about the bracket, yeah, right? Well, and, yeah. You know, and the fact that we didn't have this last year still pisses me off. But right. God, thank God we have it now. Shades of what um, year was it? Was it ninety four? We were ten seed. Took is that out, when we beat us? U- UMass? Yeah, we beat St. Louis in the first round and then mm-hmm. UMass in the second, and that was uh, the Marcus Camby yeah. uh, year. Yeah, of course, we don't have Joe Smith. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a decent player. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty good. But, Wiggins but having that kind of game, maybe. Maryland could, could miss 20 consecutive shots. They could. Absolutely. You know, I, mean, I don't know why you'd ever say something like that. It's not like they do it every game, pretty yeah. much. Well, it, the, the thing about the UConn <laughs> like matchup. Ten minutes without <laughs> scoring. I, 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 I think your statement's 100% correct, and I hope it translates, but defense does travel. And if they are locked in defensively, they have a chance to win, even if they miss 20 shots in a row. Because we've had games where we're shooting in, in the 30s, right. and you're within a, a basket with four minutes left. That's where you want to be. So the know? why I like Maryland is they're a similar playing team than UConn. Gritty, tough, good defense. But Maryland's played better teams. Bingo. So I think if you're playing the better – I mean, they have more talent. I would. I think Maryland – as you know, listening to me, I think Maryland is underperformed given the talent that they have. Maybe I'm overestimating, but I think they have more talent than UConn, and I th- I I would be disappointed if they lost. I'm kind of with you. I mean, here's an opportunity. Last year, you can't rewrite history. Last year could have been something special. We'll never know. But here you are in a fucked up season and a stretch early in this season that was just dreadful, and you're still in the tournament. Yeah. And you're playing a winnable game in the first round. Yeah. I'm with you, Jerry. This is an opportunity that, that, yes, they earned it in some ways, but it also fell into their lap in others with the way everything kind of transpired. You have to take advantage of that if you're Turgeon and staff. You know, you know, guys like Morcel are going to just absolutely give his heart on. You know, give everything he's got. He don't, he don't want to go out. You know, quite yet. Well, and piling on the cliches, you know, it's a, you know tournament time. Defense travels. Well, so does guard play. Yeah, that's a good and point. I mean, you know. Ayala and Marcel, mm-hmm. junior, senior, two of your best players. Yep. They're going to help carry. I mean, obviously, Wiggins is your most talented and the guy mm-hmm. that you need if you want to really win games. But, you know, the the guard play is going to carry. I think so, Experience too. Wiggins guard play. Well, um, Wiggins junior, too. So You know, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see Scott be his big, big presence inside. You know, this is a yeah. game that should line up great for well, him, He's right? probably the X factor. If he plays yes. like he did in those, well, their big stretch, if he puts up his 14 and 7, Maryland's hard to beat. They, they, they really, really are. are. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but this game lines up great for him. Yeah. You know, Assuming this is just, Wiggins is Wiggins. Well, yeah. I mean, Wiggins can't come yeah. out and just have a 
a, a shitty performance. Honest, honestly, though, I can't remember the last time he just disappeared, though. No, knock on no, wood. He's been saying, really yeah. good in the last 10 to 12 games. Yeah. Even yeah. when he hasn't been scoring, he's there. He's well, engaged. He's you know. What you can't have is the four those four guys we just mentioned, we can't have two of them pull that three for 15, three for 18, like, right. like I think they did against Northwestern. I want to say it was Ayala and and Scott were like combined three for 19 or something just Ugh, gross God, like that's that. Awful. That's what you can't have. Well, that's what, just what you can't what have. What we're not talking about is the elephant in the room, and it's Mark Turgeon in, in March. Here it is, man. It is. He is. His track record is just deplorable, and he has the reputation of folding. Yep. Of, now, of the moment being too big for him. And now – He's the underdog. Right. They they are going to be, for every game that they can hang on and play in this tournament, they will more likely than not be the underdog. What a great role for him to embrace. Yeah. You know? But you said, can he but can he do it? Somebody I, I, to do it. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see on Saturday, I guess. But um, that's where it starts, hopefully. Um, uh, All right. But, so what's the game time and game, uh, game hour or game time, game day? And if they win, when's the next round? Okay. So they play Saturday evening at 7. Yep. And if they win, they would play Monday. And I think it would be a Monday evening. Why game. are they not doing Thursday, Saturday? They bumped everything. I don't think anything starts till Thursday. Thursday are the playing games or okay. the four playing games. Then round one is Friday, round two, Saturday, round three. I guess three, it was so. probably travel. You know, because yeah. the playing games are normally well, well, they're, they're all, but everything's in Indianapolis. Right? I think they were given yeah. maybe also a day or two extra for testing and quarantine okay. yeah. purposes, because it was usually Thursday, Saturday, Friday, yeah, yeah. Sunday. Always, Correct. always. Correct. So now so. it's now it's for, uh, is it Friday, Friday, Sunday? Saturday? Yeah, Friday, Sunday, Saturday, Monday. So okay. does that yeah. mean all the playing games those teams then play Saturday? I can't yes. imagine making them play back. So to back. that Correct. means Monday, I'm not going to be doing any work. Probably not. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, actually, no, because by Monday, most of the games are, you know, later in the day. It's only really Friday or Friday, Saturday. Right, because, yeah, Friday, Saturday is yeah. your, your Friday. Right. I think Friday, your Saturday is my, one of my favorite days of the year. It really is. It's going to be basically noon to midnight. Yeah. And, and they, I saw the CBS, you know, on all their sister stations. So you got games on CBS, on TNT, on TBS, on True TV, on, you know, you just you go up and down your uh, satellite or cable uh, lineup. And right. it's just going to be nonstop college Could basketball. could be wrong about that, though. It may be all day Monday. I think it is. I think. I think round. I'm not working much either. I guess. <laughs> I think round two is pretty much all day Sunday and uh, uh, Monday. Um, pretty sure my boss doesn't listen to the pod, so I'm okay. All right, uh, Jeremy, uh, give me your prediction. I'm going to go Terp 61, UConn 57. Okay, and then if they play the, who do you believe they'll play as the next game? Bama. And what be that score? I'm going to go Homer, but I'm going to say. 65-60 Terps. All right. Nice. Todd? All right. I'm going to go um, I'm going to go Maryland. I'm going to say what I said earlier. I'm going to go with my gut and say Maryland 56, UConn 54, and I think it's going to be a buzzer beater. I think, it's gonna be, I think UConn's going to hit some free throws to tie it up at 54, and I think Wiggins or Ayala, somebody sprints down the floor and hits like a little fadeaway jumper in the lane to win it at the buzzer. So 56-54, Maryland. Um, and then I think the, the, the run ends. I think Alabama wins. Seventy-one, sixty-three. I think we keep it close, but they just they can score and we can't. I, I, I'm going to go exactly with what you said. I won't go with scores, but I think they beat UConn. It'll be an ugly game. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Only we will be happy when they win. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll be throwing shit the whole game. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it'll be a terribly playing game, and probably six people will watch um, <laughs> because the style will, will be right. You know. Right. Yeah. There'll but, be another game where they're in the nineties. I know? do think. I do think they will play with Alabama. They will frustrate Alabama. 
Um, and they will give them, but uh, after about the 10 minute mark in the second half, that's when I think Alabama will pull away because they're probably more talented. Yeah, I think it could be a similar game to, to the Michigan game in the Big Ten tournament. Right. Where we're right there. We're, we're, you know, we're playing great. We're shooting well, but you just don't have the firepower to, to hang with a better yeah. team like that. Um, Speaking of draws, West Virginia got the greatest draw, at least on paper, that I've ever seen, far more than they deserved. The committee gave them much too much respect. That I thought. I thought they were going to be a four seed and probably... So there are three, right? There are three. Yeah. They drew Moorhead State. That's a great first round game for them. Yeah. And then they... Now, it's West Virginia, right? (laughs) Um, West Virginia's been in the lead in every game this year. And they close... They're the weakest-minded team I've ever seen. So you said that, and then I looked at it, because I figured they'd lost five or six games. They have like eight or nine losses. Yeah. I mean, they, you know? and it and, and every one of them, they're winning. Mm-hmm. And then like that, like Oklahoma, well, they always get them at the end. Right. right? It's always West Virginia's up by like five, and with like 10 minutes to go, and they lose by two. So it's like the Caps. They, they're almost better off being tied in the third it's, than being it's, ahead. It's, it's, it's weak but, I mean, But the Big 12's good at the top, and they lost to Gonzaga somewhere in there too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they, they, thought, they, haven't, they haven't really lost to anybody that's like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe you lost that. They game. didn't lost to Penn State twice. <laughs> it's just a frustrating way they lose gotcha. because they're winning, and, you, and then they, their butts get tight, and they just choke. And that's their – they've done it so many times. That's their MO. Mm-hmm. Um, the second round, if they make it there, it's going to be like Syracuse and – San Diego State is the – San Diego the State. Um, and – I don't know anything about those teams, but I know that that's where I predict West Virginia goes out in the second round because they well, will under they've underachieved this year. And if, if they do, it's going to be San Diego State. They're completely. not fucking losing to Syracuse. Yeah. I'm going to completely disagree with you on that, just because Syracuse was the last team in, and San Diego State's on the West Coast, so they're bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know <laughs> Jeremy's West Coast I, bias. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about. Uh, I don't either, but they're bullshit. They got to be. I don't think well, I don't think Gonzaga is going to win it. I, I mean, they'll either. get to the Sweet Sixteen, yeah. and and but I think that's when they're going to have some yeah. troubles. I want them to win to shut me up because I think they're going to suck until they win a championship. Right. Yeah, that's I just mean, my thing. Sure. I mean, do, I'm I'm so partial to East Coast teams. Yep. Oh yeah. Because I believe that's where basketball is played. I, I'm with you, man. Played. I mean, you know, unless it's UCLA. You know, UCLA back in the day with yeah, that, like you when know. Ed O'Bannon was the last right, 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 that, right, that right. Team. Yep. I mean, I, Tyus Edney. Tyus Edney, exactly. yeah, in the seventies. I mean, shit. I was watching chips. I wasn't watching UCLA. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I got to tell you, uh, somebody was ragging on the on local uh, radio about how bad the UConn Maryland game is going to be in terms of pure basketball. They're like the records aren't good. It's going to be ugly. I'm looking across the draw at the other ten seven in the Midwest, and it's Clemson Rutgers. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's equally oh, that's shitty. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's the game. Right. That's the game. If you have tickets to everything, you like go to dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're gonna take a break. Yeah. So, so yeah. when we would go to the ACC tournament, my dad, we, you know, you'd be there all day. You get, oh, yeah. you get tickets yeah. to every game, and every time NC State would play, we'd go, we'd leave. It was like we're out of here, smoke break. Yeah, I mean, I, you wanted to see Duke cause, and UNC because you could boo them, right? Right. I always liked Wake Forest. I thought that was kind of a cool team to yeah. NC State. Like, all right, man, whatever. Like Boring. NC State, Virginia, who gives a fuck? Well, right. Six people care about Maryland, UConn. Five people care yeah. about Rutgers. Who wants to see Chris Corciani play his ninety millionth yeah. game? That yeah. guy was there for well, like 10 decades. There was a year where Maryland beat them, what, 71-49 in the first round. I want to say it was like an 8-1 or it was something. Maryland wasn't supposed to win and they just destroyed it. I'm pretty That's sure it was Corciani. That is, it was Corciani and Gugliotta. Tom <laughs> Gugliotta was on that the, team. I remember here, that. Here's the win I remember. When Curtis Schultz. <laughs> when Curtis Schultz was putting like the, the dagger. Same game. 
that my that was the dagger game because there was like six Maryland fans. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. My dad was talking shit. NC NC State was the number one, and Curtis Schultz. I mean, Curtis yeah. Schultz looked like he was the uh, Mr. Clean, the trainer. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he was like a WWE guy. He was Kyle Tarp. Yeah. He wasn't actually a player, and he but he, he like made the last four uh, free throws to ice it. You know, because Maryland was up by six or something. Do you know? I do remember that team. Do you know who the point guard for Maryland was then? It was Kevin McClinton. Kevin yeah, McClinton, McClinton dude. Yep. Yeah. He was like the only talented guy we had. <laughs> Everybody else was just terrible. So <laughs> yesterday, yesterday we played uh, a, not to digress, but just the Southern, because he was from like Southern Maryland. Uh-huh. Kevin McClinton. We played um, St. Mary's Riken. Okay. Down in St. Mary's County, uh-huh. Leonardtown. And we played them in JV. And I went to the bathroom and I came out of the bathroom and they had their like jerseys up from everybody. And I walk out and John Flowers from WVU. Yeah. He had his jersey up, and I was like, "Holy shit, he's from Maryland!" I remember, I mean, John Flowers. Yeah. He's like six ten. He was awesome. You oh, know, that's pretty in, cool. In the in the uh, uh, beeline days. Okay, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Pit snoggle. On that's guys. right. That's right. And I was like, I had no <laughs> idea he's from Southern Maryland, man. Hmm. I, been, I, I, I wouldn't have pulled snoggled. that. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have pulled that in a million years. Um, By the way, Google Kevin Pit snoggle wedding. You want to see some of the funniest photos? <laughs> He's in like a legitimate dumb and dumber tuxedo, and it's real. It's like not. It's not a. It's is not it a, like real life, like Floribama Shore? Is I like, mean, he's from Martinsburg area, and it, yeah. it's some funny shit. But, some down home boys. But that guy, he was all anyway. Well, I, 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 I tell you I what, think man. Mary, I think Dove, they got a great draw. It, it's too much respect for them, but they'll still fuck it up. And that's my prediction. Love losing the second round. I, I, I will just say this as somebody that. Um, obviously Billis, has the, the, Billis has him going to grade eight. Well, here's the deal. The reason I think he's right is because the bottom half of that bracket, because they wouldn't play the one seed, which is Illinois. By the way, Illinois is really fucking good. They, are. Um, they, are. they wouldn't play Illinois until the Elite Eight. Um, nobody else on that that they would match up with even remotely scares me. The fact that Houston's a two, Houston's I think, is a, a fucking joke. But again, that's Jeremy's West Coast yeah. bias. That's my that's I mean, my bias. That. I mean, there's, no, there's no way. Gross. You know, no, that's why I look at it. And you know, say, I know, you know, as a WU fan, you want to temper your expectations, but I mean, that's you're right. You first thing you said was right. It, they got the best, you know, draw they could have. Period. Yeah. I mean, that's that's beautiful. Well, quite we'll honestly, I think I think Maryland got a yeah, Maryland good draw. okay too. Yeah. We can't we can't have good good things in West Virginia? No, so we'll no, never. Never. Yeah, I just don't want to see Huggy Bear blow a gasket, though. I'd like to see him get I to the I think he's elite checked out, dude. I you mean, think so? I mean, he's going to keep on rolling as long as he wants to, but I don't I don't see him. He lost the fire a little bit? I think he lost the fire a little yeah. bit. He might be losing touch with the kids, you know what I mean? I got you. Eh. Hey, man, all good things come to an he's end. He's got right? 899. That's his, you know. Right. He still didn't make the Hall of Fame. Go fucking figure. <laughs> An ornery bastard like him never, never would have thought that would, uh, you know, sway them one way or the other. Um, Fits magic. All right, man. So hey, Fitz March magic. Madness. Let's go. It's exciting. Can't wait to talk about it. And then we're gonna end the pod today with our Washington football talk. And uh, free agency starts officially tomorrow. Correct? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Tomorrow, Friday, whatever. Bottom line is you can. No, the seventeenth is a date that means. Yeah, something, I think so. I think it's actually <laughs> technically tomorrow, but the deals are done. Right, right. You know, um, and and our boy Fitz Magic. I'm not going to sit here and say I told you so, but he was hey, my pick weeks did. and weeks ago. He, he was did. Disgusting. And, I agreed with you. <clears throat> you did. And, you know, so and and I'm not sitting here saying no, I no. love it, but I don't hate it either. At the same time, I just I I get it. Well, I guess is where it's at. Here's the thing: there are other guys I wanted, but those guys would have 
first, they had to be available because they Correct. play for other teams. Right. And three, and three, and two. <laughs> well, and D. Three, then two. <laughs> D, right? So they have to be available, and two, you have to trade for them. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, like, my guy was Gardner Minshew. I wanted him. Yep. He's not available. And if he's not available, you can't trade for him. So you can't get him. Right? right? He's a perfect backup, I think, for the, the rookie coming in. So of the guys you could get for free without giving up anything – Fitzpatrick's the best one there. I, I kind of agree. Right? And, and he was in a bidding war with Chicago and Washington. Washington oh, won really? out. Chicago, yeah. Chicago huh. just signed Andy Dalton. Yeah, for the same deal. Yeah. Same. So that, that those were the two guys. So when there. I heard, because we've heard basically every scenario under the sun for the last month and a half, right? right? I mean, you listen to sports talk radio in this town, and, and that's all they talk about year-round is Washington football team, and it usually starts with the quarterback. So we've heard everything from selling the farm for Deshaun Watson to what did you need to do to negotiate a deal for Mariota and have them retain salary to Well, he hadn't been cut yet. He has not. So everything was out there. When they re-signed Heineke and Allen to, to – uh, Basically, having those guys on the books with very low guaranteed money told me that they were going to do a bridge thing, which is why I thought Fitzmagic was was the guy that just made sense. You know, when you compare that to, would you rather have him or Newton? I think a lot of people would rather have Fitzmagic than I'd rather have. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Um, I think with what you're paying Fitzpatrick, Allen, and Heineke, even with the dead cap money on Smith, I think that's less than what Smith was making yep, last year. I think you're right. Yeah. Or, or pretty close to it. Yeah. So. so they could afford to spend $10 yeah. million for a bridge year with a veteran. Yep. You know? So what you're getting with, with Fitzpatrick, and they, they, they're not hopeful. I'm just hopeful that they can get one of the four receivers that are out there, right? I know, man. So you, the, the Curtis Samuel, who's mm-hmm. Jeremy's guy, which I tend to agree with. I would. I, 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 right? I, I don't see many downsides. They're not going to Galladay because it's too much money. Right. And you got to pay McLaurin. Yep. Don't forget that because you're yes. not gonna you're not gonna put fifty million bucks into two receivers. Well, right. Who do, uh, Samuel is rumored to go to maybe Jacksonville, but they just got somebody. Oh, Jones. Yeah. Right. Oh, they yeah. just got Jones. Yeah, I think so. I like Jones. I like Jones too. Me too. So, uh, but I think that's the I, so yeah, don't quote John Kime. John Kime was on the junkies and had to leave. <laughs> he had to roll because <laughs> he got a call, and I was thinking, uh oh, that means he's getting some intel. And then he comes out with a tweet: Watch out for Jones or Samuel. Hmm. Samuel's the the fit because he knows the offense and he knows the coaching staff and he know and they know him. Yeah. Yep. Apparently they're pushing. Uh, there's other teams involved, but they're pushing hard for Samuel. Apparently, yep. which is why I mean you have agents. You say, okay, Todd, how much you want? Okay, then you go to Jeremy. So you leverage them. Sure, but hopefully, I mean, I hope I hope they're they're aggressive. I don't say you overpay, but if they're probably at the point where if they want to get in, they got to overpay. At least a little I, I, bit. Yeah, you're going to have to. A little bit. Not like it's like like five insane. over three not years like or something. You know? yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, good point. I, I must say, I'm glad we've locked up the, the quarterback because you have three guys that I think the coaching staff thinks they can win a game or two with. Well, right? Exactly. The thing is, you know? to me, again, this is what they've they've pushed. I mean, they've been here a year. You don't have to change one thing in the game plan, whoever of those three you throw right. out there. It's yep. going to be the same That's across right. the board. Yeah. So. But, but but I must say real quick before we we get into some other details, the name that I heard earlier this week was Trubitsky. Oh, oh I would have. And I was like, oh, shit. So when they signed Fitzpatrick, I think I was more relieved than that, anything. Maybe, just, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. they floated that for a reason. Maybe. Because I didn't want any part of that. Listen, no. you know. it's, a, it's a bridge quarterback. But, 100%. But that's all we had. 
Yeah. People had unrealistic expectations. Oh, of, course. of course. You know, they want to trade for Deshaun Watson, but they want to give up a second round pick. <laughs> you know, and it's and then they're, then they're mad when you give up the first round pick and mortgage the future. So, you know, the, of the options that they had, that was the best one they had. I, I, so I, I don't think have so. a problem with it. He's gonna he's gonna infuriate you every second well, or gonna, third he's game. He's definitely gonna infuriate you because his downside is his decision making, yeah. and, and 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 he likes to sling it. And that's, that's kind of why the opposite you, of how this offense. But that's why you is, need to get him as many weapons as you can. Bingo. Because let yep. those guys bail him out when he makes yep. a bad decision. Now, let them bail him out and also be able to come back if you're down two scores. Well, and that's right. just it. With that being said. I, I I feel pretty confident in saying this. Guy's not a world beater. There's no, a reason he's no, been no. on eight or nine teams in, in, in his career, but he can move the football down the field yeah. better than anything we saw last year. I can so guarantee you that. Why I was surprised when I heard it, though, a little I mean, I wasn't surprised because I think he had talent-wise and leadership-wise. He's what did you text us? Fitz tragic? Fitz tragic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because he is a gunslinger. Which is. is so anti with what I associate Ron Rivera with. I think I Ron Rivera wants a guy who's just not going to make mistakes. Right. That's not who Ryan Fitzpatrick is. Well, nope. So maybe we've read him wrong. Um, well, I just think it's it'll they they can work together because if nothing else, he's a smart kid. kid. He's super smart. He's thirty eight. Yeah, kid. Whatever. I mean, that just means I'm old. But I mean, <laughs> you know. But I think that those they'll they'll mesh because Rivera will calm him down a little bit. But he won't be as comatose as Smith is in the offense. Right? Well, and it gives so, Scott Turner more toys, right? Yeah, exactly. Because he's a creative guy, yeah. and 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 I think now you have three competent veteran style quarterbacks. And I put mm-hmm. I say Heineke veteran because he carries himself that way. He just he's workman like, yeoman like performance. Yep. Been there, done that. Take your lunch pail to work, and let's fucking go work hard. And um, what I wonder is too, you know, again, we, we sort of talked about it in other sort of other sports with you know how other guys play, but. Maybe Fitzpatrick comes here and says, oh, they want me to do this, and our defense is this good? I don't have to throw that YOLO ball in right. the second quarter I think because our defense is ridiculous. Well, no, I he will at times. Maybe he does it once or twice. Maybe I don't have to anymore mm-hmm. because our defense can get the ball back. I can, I can wait till the fourth quarter to do that if we're still down. I think, you know? I think the reason I was optimistic starts with the coaching staff. And maybe I'm giving them too much credit. I definitely I, am. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I just saw how they turned a shit organization into a professional organization. In one year. In one year, one year, in, in the worst of times. Yes. So I have a lot of respect for that. So I think that's where my optimism lies, is with the coaching staff and their direction. That's exactly where However, I am. I'd be lying if I didn't say I had a few nightmares of picturing like a reincarnation of Jeff George, where where Fitzpatrick has all the the measurables. You're like, oh, he's got the arm, he's got this, he's a veteran, and then you watch him play, and you're like, oh god, you know? Because when Jeff George came here, everybody was excited. They were like, oh, look at this guy, big strong arm, and he was fucking worthless. But I think, and I could be wrong because I know nothing about Jeff George really. As smart as Fitzpatrick is, I think the opposite of Jeff George. Oh, so, no, no doubt about that, you know, the intangibles. I'm just looking at it from Jeff like... Jeff George was kind of a douche. I don't oh, think, he's a complete I don't douche. I Fitzpatrick's a douche. No, no, no. Mentally, they're completely different. But when you look at skill sets and everything, and everybody's excited, oh. and they're like, oh, he throws it better than this yeah. guy. He does this better. If he comes in here and does the exact same thing he's done on other teams that were completely different in terms of their you know construction, and has three good games, two terrible games, so that means out of a basically a season... That's that's nine and, and six in, in those games. However, you know, you throw one or two more if you get to seventeen this year, whatever happens, that they're that that he basically loses the game for you. It's not going to be good, right? But I'm hoping that with this he'll work with his staff in such a way where that won't happen. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm excited. 
um, that the, that they have that position locked up because they didn't have to give up a draft pick, and I think that was Jerry's That's point. The key, you know, was well, love that. It, 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 it would be great to go. Oh, I'd rather have Darnold than him. Well, a you still have to pay Darnold in, in another year. Yep. B he still might not be your future guy, and, and he's C not, you'd have, you'd have he's to not give around. up a third rounder. They, I mean, I assume he'll be traded, but I don't know he's going to be you, traded. Right. You got to well, have a partner. You're telling me we can have Darnold for a third or Fitz. I, I am on the fence. I could go either way. I could go either but, way, but the bottom line is the Darnold no, thing isn't even on the exactly. table. Exactly. So, so it's like you, I'm, you're I'm, not getting yeah, Darnold for a third. Yeah. No, I'm very, I, I think you're right. I'm very happy with Fitz for no draft capital. Mm-hmm. You save the draft capital, you save a little bit of money. Yep. Um, not over Darnold necessarily, <laughs> but, you know, over other guys. And, you know, I'm I'm just I mean, I don't think he's a world beater by any means. I no, just I like the move. I also don't think I mean there's been kind of a split on this. I don't think it precludes them from drafting somebody at all. I think if anything, it actually makes it more likely because they saved their picks and stuff like that. That's just it, man. You yeah. got bonus you got a bonus pick now. I just think again, back to your point about trusting the staff, mm-hmm. I just feel like they're so prepared for every possibility. I agree. Now, is it always going to work out? Are those going to get their guy? No, they didn't get Cooper last year, for example. Right. But they're prepared to make those moves. They don't yep. work out. They don't work out. So what if no one is there? In the, you know, They could trade up to get 15 or 16 to get a quarterback. But if nobody's there? So then now you don't have a quarterback because you, you, you decided not to pick one up. I am so pleased that they don't trade up. Oh. Please, yeah. please, God, well, don't trade yeah, but, up. You know, but that's the thing. Is if there is a quarterback they like that's still there at 15 that they can groom for a year behind – you know, behind Fitzpatrick, we'll do it. You probably have to go up your extra third, but but you're but again, you don't you didn't have to trade up to eight or nine to get somebody because you didn't have a quarterback. Right, you get somebody you really want. Now I still would hope they get somebody at nineteen if they fall, or in the second or third round that they like, like a Trask or a Newman or somebody Best like that. Best player available. They uh, have, see, they're, they're, 19, they're, they're not. Yeah, they're not. Nineteen. Good that's what I want. In, in the yeah. previous iterations of or this or uh, of, of this franchise, and it's, it's going through so many different turnovers of front office just futility, right? Um, Every year, I, I look at the draft, and I, I I don't care that much as a fan because I'm like I I like the idea of the draft. It's exciting. It's the most exciting draft of any of the leagues by far. But I didn't give a shit because I'm like our needs are so there's so many <laughs> that I don't even care. Nice. This year, I'm kind of like this is fucking cool. We have a pretty good football team, and they can draft talented guys that are the best player available. Well, when when teams are desperate for quarterbacks, right? Yep, and they reach for quarterbacks. You take them out of the mix. Then which lets good that players means other, other players drop, right? So it's usually like a linebacker or a uh, – or I, I, I tend to stay away from wide receivers in the first round, even though they're amazing in this draft. Right. Uh, but it's usually a lineman um, or a linebacker or some – you know, a corner. I can mm-hmm. see a corner like Sertan draft. Oh, yeah. Patrick Sertan. I, I would see, take him at 19. I mean, see, that's just it, man. Those are game-changing type that talent. Dude, that dude's a plug-and-play. Yes, he is. Yep. Corner. I mean, he's I really fucking good. And he's aggressive as shit. I think his style's going to work yeah. really well with Del, Del Rio. So what's yeah. going to happen is this player that I will target will be dropping, and I'm like, oh, we're going to get him, and then he goes at 18. <laughs> yep. That's always the way it fucking happens. Or he's there, and they take a, a guard. Or they <laughs> yeah. All right, Jerry. So, I, I do not want to. I do not want to talk uh, NFL without mentioning Brandon Sheriff. That, Jesus Christ, as, a waste of money. Okay, so I'm going to tie this into the Brandon Sheriff thing. So the Ravens just signed Kevin the, Zeitler. Yeah, Zeitler. He's good dude. They got him for three years for 22 million. Yeah. Is Sheriff that much better than no. Zeitler? Well, I didn't my think point. So well, the didn't the kid from the kid from Thune, Yeah, he got he got 16 per. Yeah, maybe even more. That's when I saw what the fuck are they? It's a guard. Yeah. I know. 
It's I a know. guard. But see, Put another I, fat guy there. I still think <laughs> what's going to happen is Sheriff is going to go long term for about what was it? What's see, his name? Cooney. But if you do, why would I mean that's that that's his that's his basement. That's his floor. He'll want more than that. Well, no, but I mean, if you go long term, I mean, you can you give him the fifteen by five. You know, you don't need to give him eighteen I think by five. That. I think he's looking to break the fucking bank. Well, then they may let him go after this year. Why do they? Why don't they just reload now? Because he's because this this season he's on the franchise tag. He's getting yeah. eighteen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and I look at Zeitler, and that just, and I'm like, God damn it! There's Baltimore yet that was again my doing point. great guard, business. You you called it, Jerry. Guards you are called being it. flooded in right yeah. now, and and it doesn't have to go from uh, from him to Wes uh, West Martin. West Martin. It does, <laughs> right. That drop off doesn't have to be. You can get a guy where it goes just a little bit down. Yep. And at that point, you haven't you don't have a good you don't have as good of a player. But, but you can, but the, but but, but goddamn, now he's good. You said the lack of impact of that position. Yeah, to, you can drop off the talent and still have a serviceable guy. You could get a Darby, uh huh, player of that ilk. Yep. right, and a wide receiver to come in and 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 then for that one mm-hmm. salary, yep. and still get a big guy who can pull when you want him to pull and pass sure. block when you want him to pass block. Sure. I mean, you play in a phone booth as a guard. I mean, you're never on an island. I mean, when you get beat, you get beat by a defensive tackle. You know that's just really good. I will but say you this: always have you always are in a phone booth, so it's, y- yeah. you never have space. I, I will say this: I for the first time in my football watching career, I am definitely going to be scrutinizing Brandon Sheriff in the guard position. I want to see how impactful he really is, and when he doesn't play a quarter of the season, there's the rub. Jesus fucking Christ! That's man. that's when the rub they, for me when they offer the franchise tag now. If they offered the franchise tag to get a long-term deal and they can secure one where it drops his number, great. Right. Or if they did the franchise tag eventually when they say, eh, but he already signed, so you can't fucking do that. So right. they're no, locked in. You can't let him go now. No, you can't. God no. damn. Yeah, no, they're locked in for this year. I mean, that's why he signed so quick. It's because it's yeah. free money. Because right. now, sure. shit, next year when the teams have more salary cap, the, the cap has gone up, he'll get a bigger deal. Yep. He, yeah. play, he played it perfectly. No, he played it right. Um I can see why they did what they did. I can see that other side of the coin. Glad I wasn't the decision maker because that's a tough one. But I'm leaning more and more towards where you are, I think, than where I was a couple months ago. Now, I don't know Brandon Sheriff. He may be exactly the guy Ron Rivera wants. So he says, hey, I get dude. that vibe a little bit. So I definitely look, get that vibe. That dude is is what I want my mentality. That's one <laughs> thing I don't factor in. I right, look at the guard right, and right, the position right. and the salary. Sure. But I don't look into the uh, – maybe he's the one that gets Morgan Moses to play. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's the one yeah. that, that gets everybody. But still, that goes to the point of I if they don't lock him up long term before the season starts – then I question my own thought on that a little bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, this, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I am hopeful, mm. and, and frankly, I expect it to get a long-term deal with him. Well, unless he his he agent wants to be here. Yeah, I unless his, well, everybody says that. I know, but I mean, you know, but not, unless not, his not agent just but, says you know. we're not doing it, we're not, we're, we're gonna, yeah. we'll talk to you next year. Right. Yeah, um, that won't be good, honestly. But and that'll that, piss me off a little bit. But yeah. you know. Hey, we'll see. I mean, In the business, these are hard decisions. Business is business. It yep. is, man. But I, I will say I, I'm looking forward to the draft because I, for the first time in a long time, our needs are less important than getting talented players and players that fit the mold of a consistent voice and message from a good coaching staff. And when you're drafting from a position of power like that, 
you're, I think you're looking at it with fine-tuned glasses and you're really going to get the best player as opposed to being desperate for a position. Well, I mean, you, instead of needing nine positions, you probably need four, exactly. which is nice. But at the same time, because you only need four, if there is a BPA out there that's not one of those four, it's not going to kill you. Exactly right. You know, I guess that's right. kind of doesn't really make any sense, but because no, you no, need no, nine it's positions, exactly right. Because but, you know, because your laundry list is more attainable yes. now, and you have the picks, and you didn't have to sell the farm to move up to get a. a if if they want to move up in the third round to get this guy that they think is going to be gone, it, it doesn't matter if they lose a fifth yeah. or you know whatever the yep. the exchange is going to be. Whereas in the past, we're like, fuck, really? They're doing that again. Now you have you have leverage. Again, I think they're drafting for more of a position of power than they have since I can remember. Well, those two thirds. I mean, I, I just that's that's nice. That's now, really do they nice. not have a second though? I, I believe so. No, right? Yeah, they have a second. They oh, do they? Okay. Oh, they shit, have, they have four in the first three rounds. Okay, so to well, me, that second see, third is because I think the one that it's from San Fran, right? Or yes, something like that? correct. Yeah. It's right. high, yeah, higher than their than their pick. So right. I mean, you know, I think that could be a piece of a capital they could they can use wisely. Oh, I so. agree. So um, my prediction is Curtis Samuel. Um, I think they're. That'd be a huge I, I think get. they've been working with huge. Him. Uh, I, well, if if they don't get him, I'll be disappointed. If you can get Samuel and you can get a maybe a tackle in free agency or a corner, again that reduces those needs in the draft even more. Yep, and just increases everything. Todd just said. I'm so. telling you, there's going to be a corner or a linebacker or a tackle that drops, and they need all three of those. And the, you know, you those those positions. If you can get locked oh, down, huge plays, man, huge. I mean, they need a lot. Your point about other teams ahead of you chasing quarterbacks is so fucking great. That's yeah. why you can debate the Fitzpatrick and, and Allen and Heineke thing all you want. You have three legitimate quarterbacks that the coaching staff thinks they can coach up to win a game or two if they need to. You yeah, got them on your roster. Yeah. Now we don't have to chase that position. If something falls to us, wonderful. Yeah, right. That's that that that's a luxury pick. And mocks are mocks, I know, but. There's some of them have six going in the top twelve, and that's just that's <laughs> stupid. Good, you awesome, know, yeah. but but it's like our fantasy I'm drafts. You, <laughs> what scares me a little bit, and you got to stick to your board, and you got to trust your scouts, right? Right. But what scares me a little bit is if Fields drops. <laughs> there's a fucking reason he's dropping, and it's it's like deja vu all over again. Do not want. Do not uh-huh. want to go down that road. And especially, no offense if, to Justin Fields, yeah. I, I wish him the best career possible. Especially if. Um, especially if <laughs> fucking Dan Snyder wants him. That's a double whammy. Well, I'm hoping Danny Boy, some his secretary, flips his calendar or something and tells her that the draft is, you know, tells exactly. him the draft is the following month yep. so he can stay on his yacht. Fuck boy. Or I'll Gotta stay on his yacht. Him. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Not with him, though. No, no, definitely not. Throw his ass off, you know. All right, so anything else? Uh, anything else? So my prediction is Curtis... Samuel, I don't think they let him. I think that, I think that, I think he's toy, you know he's negotiating as he should. Sure, but I think at the end of the day they want him bad enough they'll get him. <clears throat> and, and I they, think and if they I, overpay a bit for him, that's okay. Yeah, and I yeah. think I think I'm with you. And I think him and McLaurin can do some damage together. I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm with that. I think that would be, you know, that would be pretty much the perfect move. Yep. And I'm telling you, I don't care who they take in the first round. They're way smarter than I am. They got their scouts. I want that motherfucker to be a starter on day one. Right. You know, first round pick, and you're picking the best player available, and you, we just went on how they're in a better spot than they've been. I want that first round pick, fucking start week one. <laughs> that's all. That's all I ask. Yeah. Whether it be a receiver, don't care. O line, don't give a linebacker, shit. Linebacker, DB, start right. Any of them. Yep, works for me. Yep. All right, boys. So if there's nothing else, man, we'll we'll wrap next week and uh, 
hopefully still be talking about you know some of our uh, college basketball teams still playing in uh, onto the Sweet Sixteen. I hope so, or some good buzzer beaters, you know, stuff sure, like that. stuff sure. we we missed out on last year. I just want to see some good games. You want to watch the underdogs dominate, and you know, in terms of making their covers, all that good stuff. So. Yeah, man, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching college basketball, and it's it's going to feel a little different than the than the old school days of the Thursday Friday, yeah. but it's going to be closer than anything we've seen in a while. So, you know, looking forward to watching some some you know hours if upon you, hours of if college. You want to watch some good live basketball? You need to go to Indiana. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, wings, beers, and tears. See you later. Peace. Go Terps. Word. Go Terps.